Hey everyone, for this episode of the Transplant Stamp, I did something a little bit different. I had my normal transplant on the show, and I also had a native New Yorker gasp. She actually had a few jewels to share, so I'm actually glad she was here with us. Um, So you guys, take a listen, see how you like it. We'll see how it goes. What's up, everybody? This is Natasha. I'm here for another episode of the Transplant Stamp. Welcome to my home in Harlem with my guest and another guest. My transplant guest is here. Guest, please uh, tell me what your name is and where you're from. Hi, I'm uh, Noelle, and I'm from Philadelphia. What's up, Noelle? How you doing? How you doing? Okay. I also have another guest who's just sitting here kind of in the cut, but (laughs) she's actually from New York. This is something I'm not supposed to be doing, but she's here, and she's going to put some New York-ish input in. Can you announce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Latasha Unique. And, And where are you from? I am a New Yorker by heart. Love this place. I am raised in the Bronx and Harlem and Brentwood, Long Island. So all the above. So we're here. So we have two transplants and one from the city. Special episode today. So, Noel. Yes. What brought you to New York City? Um, So basically, I was brought to New York because I was going to grad school. Um, I was living in Philadelphia as a a research technician and... um, applying to PhD programs, and I was accepted to um, an institution, so that's what brought me. And I really long, wanted to go there. How long have you been living here? Ooh, I started August of 2008. So 10 years? Oh, almost yes, 10 years. Yes, yes, yes. And how you love in New York? I love New York. Um, I would definitely say that it wasn't that big of a transition for me, really? um, having lived. Yeah, because I lived in Philly and I, I lived in a neighborhood, you know, young adults and BYOBs. I missed that. Mm. Um, but you know, <laughs> city life. I, I grew up in the city, so not on the outskirts. Went to school in the outskirts of Philadelphia, but uh, for the most part, you know, knew about city life, and so the transition for me was exciting, but. Um, uh, I didn't really feel like it would be, you know, that big of a change. Um, I definitely would say things are more accessible here in New York. Philadelphia, the the subway system is it's pretty good. bad. Yeah, it's difficult to get from point A to point B, um, you know, efficiently. So uh, definitely I would say the MTA system is a lot better. Okay. Yeah, I'm like complaining about the subway being three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would have to wait for like 30 minutes otherwise to get home. Yeah. Wait, 30 minutes to get, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for the bus. Just to just to go about for a 10-minute ride, wait 30 minutes. Why would you even do that? Because my mom was there. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> yes, yes. I've never been to Philly. Philly's awesome. Philly, 
Besides, <sighs> okay, so besides the Philly cheesesteak, yes, and the Liberty Bell, and the Rocky Stairs, yes, where am I supposed to go? Um, I would definitely say, um, okay, I'm, I'm trying to think early 20s now. Because right now I'm 35, so okay. uh, I'm trying to think of where I used to, my stomping grounds. Uh, we're definitely, I would say, um, around Old City. Uh, there were a lot of great, you know, bars and stuff. But um, I will say the nightlife has changed since I've lived there. So It's gotten better? It's gotten much better, especially food-wise. You know, I'm a huge foodie. And so when I go back home, you know, if I'm not visiting, you know, my, my mom and uh, my family, usually my friends are, you know, telling me all the cool spots that I need to go to. So I feel like, you know, living this in New York now, I feel like when I come home people are telling me all the latest but i think that's spots. but that's how it is too because when i go home to miami i don't know where to go like i know exactly. i know stuff from when i was there exactly. years ago but like to go there now and be like oh it's wednesday let me go to this place like no i would never know exactly where to go so yeah I that's, think that's how you. it is that's how it is although i would definitely say new york needs to improve on the byob's because Philadelphia was re- is really good for that, you know. You can. Are they trying to make money though? I know, I understand, but that corkage fee, twenty five dollars. That's like wait, twenty five dollars. Yes, corkage fee sometimes the twenty five dollars, which is more than the bottle of wine that I brought. For <laughs> real, we're sipping on some wine. Yes, yes. Um, oh, are there any BYOBs here? Only just parties. Yeah, you can talk. You can talk, Latarsha. <laughs> <laughs> she just nodded her head because I told her she's gonna you be quiet. If you go on Yelp. There is a lot of BYOBs. Oh. Like Atomic Wings, they have BYOBs. They BYOB mm-hmm. and Atomic Wings? Uh, Jason Sushi, like 100 or something at Broadway, they are BYOBs. A lot of Asian places are BYOBs. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just places. thinking that. Yeah. So, so they allow you to bring in liquor. Mm-hmm. And some of them don't have corporate fees. But if you go on Yelp, because I looked that up, you can, you can uh, find places to go. But they can be $25 corporate fee. For sure. And so if I go to Trader yeah. Joe's and get a, a wine for three ninety nine, I'm gonna have to pay. Well, usually those are like twist tops, exactly. but still, like twenty five dollars. Exactly. Well, yeah, I need to go to Philly at least for the. BYOB. No, but Philly is great. Go to the, um, the Italian district. I mean, there's uh, even even South Philly is not the same. It's just everything is evolving. So, yeah, you know, the city that I loved before, I still love, but it's it's different. It's definitely mm. different. You know, so. Yeah, approaching Philadelphia uh, when, in my early 20s when I left versus now, it's just like, it's, yeah, it's different. But I love it. I still, I still love visiting, so I'm trying to get y'all to come. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have time. Have time. Yeah. Um, so, you have introduced yourself. So, usually what I do is a, like a story, my story of the week. Okay. So, just kind of like think about what story... You're going to tell me a crazy story that has happened to you in New York City this week. So, this happened to me actually today. I went on the train this morning. I was kind of having an uh morning or whatever. So, I'm walking on the train. Boom, boom, boom. And so, I it was a little bit crowded. It was a two train. And so, I get on there and it was no place to sit. So, I'm standing next to somebody and, you know, it was a... It was a woman, and I didn't think anything of it. I had my headphones on, whatever. 
And so I had my book bag like down. And so then I, I think I went to go change like the song on my phone or something like that. And I decided to look over to the woman. And she had a snake in her hand. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she had wow. a snake in her hand wrapped around her arm. And she had it like hold, like she was holding the thing. And I'm like, this whole time, I'm next to this lady with this damn snake in her hand. Why are you bringing the snake on the train? Why? Wow. Are you telling me why? I don't know. One, I don't really care when people, I don't really like it when people bring dogs on the train. You know, I had a dog. Like, if you put in a little carrier, cool. But people be bringing their, like, big dogs. I kind of got to be in the bed. It's supposed to be in the carrier, Nobody right? New York follows mm-hmm. New York City rules. hate it. I hate Nobody. it. Nobody. That's the only thing about New York that gets me. There is a rule, and why don't you follow it? Like, <laughs> my niece was like, why is New York City so dirty? Because it is. And I'm like, it is because people just do what they want to do and just litter where they want to litter. And as I said that, somebody sitting right across from us on the train just threw their wrapper down on the floor. You have yeah, one thing no you could just wait. No but that's the whole thing. Like, I feel like people, like New Yorkers don't have any pride in their city. Like, people always, like, was that today or was that yesterday? I think a lady dropped her top of her, like, lunch on the ground and then she just like dropped all of the rice all the food on the ground like she was like man fuck this i'm having a bad day since i dropped the top but she just threw it all this wow. yellow rice i'm like one you could have gave it to a homeless person wow that's one thing and then two it's just like rice everywhere like what the garbage can was literally like three steps away just put it in the garbage can i agree yeah what's up with that i don't know I don't know. Uh, that's You're like like you said, it's their lack of respect. It's definitely. Yeah. That's not cool. As I love my city, that is one of the things that I just don't understand. And when I go to other places where they have strict enforced rules about food. It's so clean. I, yes. I understand. Because we have no respect. And then wonder why the rats come and eat you and greet you and, and move you like, hey, out of their place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they say, uh, this is mine. My seat right here. Just scoot scoot over. Yeah. Just scoot over. So, anyway, back to Snake Lady. That was it. I mean, what could I do? I just tried to scoot over a little bit, but there was nowhere to go because it was the two train. It was in the morning and it was real packed. So, I just tried to just not see the Snake Lady. I don't know... I don't know what's yeah, up with that. Yeah, I, I have a fear of snakes, so that... But that's not what I'm saying. Well. Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not scared of snakes. <laughs> it just startled me that she had a snake. Because you don't think about somebody having a damn snake at exactly. 7.30 in the morning on a train. Just imagine if I was... De- That's a lot of people that are terrified of snakes. Yep. You would have moved quickly. Yep. But why would you do that? Like, yep. She just uh, took an Uber. The Uber driver probably would be like, no. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> shit. So anyway. You did- never know. People have seen everything, I think. So, I ain't never seen no snake on I, the train. That is true. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. But I don't think it would have just been neck. You know, like, not, yeah, like, right from the neck as it walking through trying to get some type of line or spill. No, this was just her on her daily route to somewhere, and I just got my snake with me, and we chilling. Maybe she thought she was uh, Steve Irwin or something, you know? Steve, she Irwin, <laughs> Steve Irwin also died. So. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what she wants? I don't know. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> snake lady is ridiculous. What happened to you? Anything anything ridiculous? Well, actually speaking of rats. Mm. 
<laughs> yes. So I will I will not disclose where I live. <laughs> okay. For the sake of the reputation of the building. <laughs> Um, but basically, um, I was sitting with, uh, my colleagues watching a movie in the living room mm -hmm. and I had just moved into this, um, uh, apartment complex in April and, uh, we were sitting down watching TV, you know, lights off, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden my one friend nudges me. He says, Noel. I was like, what? And we all watched this mouse coming in from the hallway and then shoots into the apartment door underneath the, the little slit. Um, mouse. Yeah. Yeah. And I will admit, I'm not really used to that sort of thing. And I know there's always this, you know, uh, I would say misconception that, you know, old dirty people always get, you know, rats and mice. And that is not true. Um, this is... This is clearly uh, an epidemic. <laughs> this is clearly, um, you know, it was upsetting for me because it's funny. Uh, you know, I actually see rodents uh, uh, for my research. I, we, I do rodent-related um, research, but yet somehow seeing a rodent in its natural element just Ugh. stirring around freaked me the heck out. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I just realized that, you know, not, not all buildings really keep up with, you know, the exterminations and exterminating schedules and stuff like that, even though this building's pretty gentrified at this point. Um, so, yeah, of course, it was, like, embarrassing for me because, you know, my friends are sitting there and I'm like, yep, you just saw a mouse just, like, scurry in my apartment. I, I would have been like, so, all right, girl, yeah. And, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then the funny thing is, um, we had a, I had a prospective roommate, um, you know, coming to see the place. And I told my broker, I was like, well, I mean, am I supposed to stay silent about this? And, you know, I, it was funny because the girl wound up coming to meet us, uh, two days later, my roommate, and myself and sat down and I didn't say anything, but as we were talking, the mouse shoots up from underneath the sofa. Oh. So I didn't have to say anything. <laughs> but yeah, it was... It, what it was, was her reaction like, though? She just went... Oh. You know, she... I think she's uh, from Connecticut. So she was she used to that? I don't know. She she jumped, but it wasn't so... you know, uh, It wasn't so, like, in an excitable way. Almost... Actually, she handled it pretty well. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just... Um, it's unfortunate, you know. I see rats and stuff all the time uh, in the subways, and it's not. And, and when it, but it reaches home, and then on top of it, I didn't mention it jumped on my bed. It jumped on my bed. bed. Yes, yes, yes. The next day, it jumped on my bed. My mouth is maintenance was not <laughs> maintenance was going for, of course, the weekend. And this happened on a Friday night when I first oh. saw it. And yes, I it charged at me, guys. I'm not exaggerating. It charged but at me. Wait, how? That was a mouse. Yes, it yes. was a charge at I, me. It charged at me. <laughs> it was like, oh, it charged. Like, you scared? You scared? It was like, I'm running you out. <laughs> you went, you went, you're going to die today. Wait, were you on the bed? Yes, I was actually doing work on my computer, 
And unfortunately, I didn't notice that the comforter uh, was dragging. Oh. Uh, and so it had touched the floor, and I think so it, like, homie decided up. to yeah oh. use that as like you know a little climb. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was like okay. Steps so that's away. when that was yeah. I and then my colleagues is still to this day make fun of me. They say, "Well, you do animal related research and you can't even handle a, a mouse." I say, "Yes, because I can control it, and and I can't control this one, and it's carrying oh. disease." <laughs> so yeah, um, the rational side of me um, left, and you know I just don't like to. To live with creepy crawly things, you know, and and it's unfortunate. I know it happens. I know you live in the city, and that's the thing. It's like, oh well, you know, if you live in New York, don't be surprised if you see, uh, you know, rodents or but that's things outside, like that. Though. But the thing is, that's the thing. But that's what that, I was gonna say, and I didn't want to interrupt your story. Yeah. Being a New Yorker, from little to to an adult, you know that's what you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. That this, this is part of the New York experience. Yeah, you get the lights, the glamour, and get the, the rodents. <laughs> yeah, and the reality. In your house, you get the mice. And the reality. Now, you say coming after you, that's a rat. If right. you see mice, they run from you. Rats run. It was. You. It was a. It was a oh. mouse. It was a mouse, but yeah, definitely. But it, I agree. It, no, you do not want to live with it. So I don't want nobody to think that. Oh, this New Yorker <laughs> talk about. That's okay. That's how pets. That's right. She live with rats. No, 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 no. That's not okay. But. <laughs> You know, especially if you're in the five girls, you, you're you not going to say you've never seen a mouse in your building, in your apartment, or something like that, because it is a New York City problem. I've spoken to my super several times. It is an extreme problem because they are getting immune to whatever they're putting down, so each year it gets worse. And I, I will say that when I did address it, um, you know, when they were, the office was, uh, you know, back... Um, from the weekend, they, you know, addressed the matter as soon as possible. It was just kind of like one of those things where I was like, okay, now I am experiencing what I heard other people's experience. And it's, you know, you can sit on your, you know, on your sofa and listen to the story and laugh. But and this you guys, she, did, she does not stay on the first floor. So no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh. But yeah, that was, that was a wake up call. It's like, all right, Noel, you know. You have to be mindful that the, the, the critters can come. And they, it, it just walked it. It just presented itself. That was, I, I it guess was that's like, what, hey girl, it was like slow motion. It was like, oh, this looks I, like I'm a just, happening. I'm just about to go get some looks chips like from, from the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you want, don't mind me. You want something? No? Okay, so I'm going to just go in here. And I laid <laughs> traps. I laid traps with the little peanut butter, and it didn't even try to go on it. Oh. Or it got the peanut butter, and it was like, oh, this oh, is good. Yeah. And so I'll just come back a little bit later and get another snack. <laughs> they get smarter and smarter Girl. with each generation, I swear. Yeah, so that was that was my dose of reality. Let's put it this way. That, so. that story, your animal story, Trump. No, no, no. <laughs> but we were still in the animal theme. I had to yeah, keep it in the animal yeah, theme. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> They're gonna equate because I can't. I don't. I'm a New York fan. Don't want to be next to nobody with no snake on their arm. No foreign, especially in a tight quarters as a train. Yeah. And if your snake leap off and bite me. It was a little snake, but still. It shouldn't be in the train. You're right. Out of a case. 
Yeah. I don't want to buy a dog out there in bag. I, so <laughs> I don't like that either. Put the dog in the bag, put the snakes and the gerbils and whatever pet yeah. that you think you want to take the work for showing time. Somebody had a dog in like a wagon. Like them red <laughs> wagons. They had their like bulldog in a wagon and people were like petting it. Like yeah, dogs with yeah. people too. So, you know. No. no. A lot of dogs are tame. I know I'm, I'm thinking about my one friend and, and her dog are, you know, the dog like willingly jumps into her little bag. Like he really is mm-hmm, a purse mm-hmm, dog mm-hmm. And, and enjoys staying there. That is his his safe space. The so, thing is that you just you know, don't, that's okay. You don't know though. Like when I had my dog, I wouldn't like for her to jump on people because some people are scared of dogs, and if they kicked her, then I'm gonna kick the person. So that's okay. why I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't, like chill out, little. Come on, just chill out. So mm, <laughs> I don't know about. This. Let's move on. So I have my bag of topics here. Oh wow. Okay. So you're gonna go in here. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake it, shake it, and see what you get, okay? Okay. All right. I hope you don't get the one that we already <laughs> talked about, because if you did, we ain't talking we'll put, about it. We'll put it back. It's, it's, it's animals. Hope you don't get that one. What is that? <laughs> no. Which one did you get? <laughs> I got dating. <laughs> Everyone who knows me is probably, oh my goodness, you're gonna go nuts. So, oh, sweet baby. Okay, so before we get into dating, how is dating here in New York different from dating in Philly? (laughs) Long call. I will say so, as far as being approached by a guy. I would say that I'm approached far more in New York than in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah? Definitely. Definitely. Approach when I moved, or cat called? No, no, no. I mean approach because cat called, I don't call. I don't. Yeah. That's not even a part of my description. I won't even respond to you. I don't know how it works for some people. It will not work for me. Not me. You know, approach me like a lady, you mm-hmm. know? Um, However, um, I definitely noticed that, you know, a lot more guys, are, you know, come up to me, you know, can be at a bar, and, and, and they really are genuinely interested in talking to me. The difference is, mm-hmm. the guys seem to be interested, I, I don't want to generalize, but I have to generalize since that's part of the it's question. It's just your experience. My experience has been... You know, hey, what's up? You know, I would like to hook up with you, but I'm not really interested in seeing anyone seriously. That has been the reaction that I noticed is very New York centric. Yes. See, I really haven't gotten a lot of that. Yeah, I do. I and 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 also um, with you know me stating my career. I really, it's it's kind of a shame, but I actually try to uh, de-emphasize what I do. Um, I'll say I'm in research because uh-huh. with the guys here, I don't know what it is, but I can be having a conversation with with you know a gentleman and you know we're reviving really well and it's like a half an hour okay so time has passed uh-huh. and then as soon as it becomes the well what do you do. And, you know, especially when I was a student, I said, oh, well, I'm studying stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, what kind of stuff? Oh, I'm, you know, 
trying to you know get my PhD. Oh, 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 you're you're smart, you know. And, and I'm like, well, I mean, I studied, <laughs> I studied a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, but you're smart as well. But I swear to you, the moment that I mentioned PhD, don't even get into neuroscience. I'm about to say you say anything like that. They run, run for the hills. Hmm. Like literally, I'm thinking of one particular guy who took his drink and said, "Oh, listen, it was really nice talking to you, but my buddy over there is like wondering where I am." Was he? Was he? Because he wasn't wondering where you were for (laughs) a whole half an hour. You know, I get things like that. I mean, that of course that that is you know something that that happened, but it it just seems to be the. The culture or the guys that I attract, maybe I don't know. I'm I'm trying my best to resolve that, uh, but definitely something that I noticed that happens in New York more so than Philadelphia, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're not. So you just say you're in research. I I that's it's sad. But to but say it's you, but to say you're in research, like they're gonna probe some more definitely. I do research, or you know, I work in a lab. Okay. Or, you know, things... I feel like working in a lab is very, like, all right. But, but, you know, as I get older, you know, I think to myself, okay, well, if I want a guy that, you know, respects me, respects my profession, then I should be able to say exactly what I do. Absolutely. And I I think that I'm very, you know, approachable. I'm not going to sound uh, holier than now at all because that's not what I believe. Um, I, I believe that my um, degree was an investment. I made an investment. I worked really hard to prove, you know, that I belonged there, especially with, you know, the race and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of, of, of the, you know, achievements that I've had. And so it's, it's kind of sad, and I just don't want to, you know, portray myself in a way that makes it sound like I don't, you know, I'm not proud of, you know, the the path that I've, that I've led. So, you know, if a guy doesn't respect that, then, then you don't want to be I, I don't need to be around them. That's it's true. just, it's, you know, I'm, I'd rather be alone in that regard, but it's definitely something that I've noticed, and I don't know if it's because, you know, a lot of the, the guys that I meet don't intend to be in New York for a long time. You know, usually you it's there. Yeah, a, a lot of guys like me to say, "Oh, I'm here for a year, or maybe I'm here for three years max." My program was six years. That was five or six years, but usually six years. So I knew, you know, that I was going to be here for a while, yeah. for a minute. And so, you know, when they say, "Oh, I'm just you know here," of course, then then you know, as a result, they're going to say, "Oh, I'm just you know here to have fun." That's my favorite statement. I just, I'm just fun. here to have fun. That's it. If you yeah, wanna, if you wanna hang, fun. if you wanna chill, you wanna if you hang, wanna kick it, all hang, that. kick it, chill. But I think fun meaning because some people come into a relationship as they just want to jump on, like, oh, I met somebody and we're gonna be in a relationship tomorrow. Some oh. women, not saying you, yeah. just some women jump the gun too quickly, and I think their meaning as fun is I'm gonna feel you out, and I'm gonna see where this is gonna go. And I think that's the way you should do it too. You're we, right. We both gonna have fun, and let's see where this goes. And then, and and I've experienced the same type of feeling when it comes to dating. So that's why I can say what I'm saying. 
right now, I think when it comes to dating in New York City, old or young, people are just trying to have fun. Even they're married, they still having fun. Like, yeah, maybe it's just it's that just, disclaimer that that sets a tone in my head that it's it's a switch that you know maybe I shouldn't take that statement so seriously. Like that's what you're saying. I just um, feel like it's no intention. I shouldn't, you know. They just, just say I'm here to have fun. Then you know, it's almost like you know, I'm I'm putting it out there that I may, you know, uh, that, just, I that, that I don't want to ever be in a relationship. But so if I do, you know, consider it, you know, a shock. And so each date that we have, unfortunately, that's in the back of my mind, and that that may be, you know, I'm trying to self evaluate. I'm not perfect, um, but. Maybe that language is, is that, but, but is that a New York thing though? Like to say I'm here. To, I'm just want to have fun. I just want to. Well, I can't speak for New York because I never. I mean, I dated outside of New York, but they never said the word fun. That's or and, they and, never and, that, and even played around with that because I know the people that I've dated or even met in states they're looking to wife and have families and and so now it's making me think that maybe that this is a a new york city maybe kind of thing to say oh i just want to have fun because when people say oh i just want to have fun i'm just trying to chill i'm trying to hang i'm just like well like what are your intentions like but you won't find out their intentions in the beginning i think over time you're going to find out what they're trying to do like okay if i met you today i'm going to tell you we're going to have fun but as time goes, we're going to see what this is. And this is going right. to play itself out and, and let you know if this was, we're still doing fun or are we trying to build to something. Because that's the next line of question. And, that, and, and, that, and that's the undertone. Weeks or three weeks. Yeah, that's the undertone. It's just like, why did you have to say that? Or maybe you can say, I'm just here to have fun and see where things go. But and usually it just ends up, I'm just here to have fun. And, you know, you're like, okay. I think, and then, I think it's just the words to say that I'm not trying to be locked down. There's but no responsibility. If you, but if you persuade me, because I like, you know, it, within time, I'm liking what we're doing. The fun, I don't want to have fun anymore. I might want to actually be Yeah, it's a, a way out. I think, I think it's a, a way out if need be. Because I just, I already told you I just wanted to have fun. Right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't lead you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't lead you. I, I didn't mislead you. I said fun. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad at me. And it's like, Maybe yeah, it but. to be more than what you want it to be. Right. So, the way I go into stuff is I say the same thing. Oh, you want to have fun? Me too. And let's both just see how this ends up. Because you can't, because I've just learned that you can't just go into it as I'm looking for someone because sometimes you look, when you say, oh, I'm looking to be in a relationship, even though at a certain age, that's what everyone's looking for, mm-hmm. you come off looking like... You're thirsty. You're thirsty. Right. And so that person can be like the predator and actually go after you and play on your words and go for you for what they want. And then, okay, I said I was here for fun. Exactly. If they're not in it the same way you're in it. Right. The difficulty I have with that is though is that when you like let's just have fun and I'm trying to be a little bit more serious and I'm like you know what let's have fun that makes me feel like oh well, I'm gonna go have fun with him and I'm gonna have fun with him and I'm gonna have, not having sex but just like makes me want because I'm like I am not 
very good at dating multiple people at the Me same either. time. Me That's either. just how I am. That's exactly. I have done it before. I'm just not that spectacularly I'm not, good at I'm it. Not. I'm good at like dating. I'm just not good at any intimacy. <laughs> like that, I won't be kissing a million people. And no, 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 no. See, no, me, if I'm on a date and I go out with this guy and he's an only child, and then I go out with a second guy and he has siblings, I'm going to mess it up. You know, I'm going to be in the middle of a conversation and actually accidentally refer to something that from the other true. guy. I just don't think uh-huh. I can keep up. <laughs> I don't think I can actually keep up, you know, and, and, I'm the type of person that, you know, I see a guy within a block of time. And it can I'm not taking it seriously. I'm enjoying the moment. But, you know, I am being exclusive by my own volition. I'm, I'm being exclusive because I just don't, I don't feel comfortable, you know, going out with a guy on Wednesday and then going out with a different guy on Friday. I'll see the Wednesday guy, see how it turns out. And if it's a wrap in a week, if it's a wrap in a month, you know, a couple months, fine. But, yeah. That's not a good I thing, though. That's not, we should be just at spreading the wealth. Not putting it's our eggs, eggs into one basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, what I, that's what I mean. Like, you don't have to be intimate or, you know, kissing and all that with everyone. But I think to get to know different people at one time, we're not young. No. no. So, when you're over 30, and you, you, you want Thanks something. Thanks, Latarsha. Yeah. <laughs> you already said you already <laughs> But when you are, <laughs> when you're over 30 and you're looking for a certain type of um, situation, like you want to be in a relationship at some point, you may need to put your eggs in, in different baskets. Um, I know when I was younger, I did it. And it was good because I got to know different things. And when somebody actually was like, oh, I mean, I didn't say I was with 100 people, but I was with enough people at a time, maybe like two or three, the most, to know that, okay, so when you acting up or you, now you showing me that you really just wanted to uh, have fun, okay, I didn't want to have fun. So, okay, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Next. And then, then I got two more. You still have a prospect, like yeah. They may be, and then I have to decide at a certain point, and don't take it long, because I am one of the women who are at who like to do that 30-day, I mean, I'm sorry, 90-day thing, uh, three months, you know, and, and get to know people and mm. move in a certain type of thing. I'm not a rush and jump, meet you today, we have sex tomorrow. Yeah, I know it could be different. Um, it could be the same outcome if you wait three months, but I like to wait a little bit longer. Just to... Just longer to than three months? No, 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 not longer than three months anymore. Oh. I, but uh, up to three months. My last person, I didn't wait a whole three months. I think I did like a month and a half. Just to see, because these days, a lot of people say, I want to be in a relationship just to be in your pants. I ain't never had that. I have. Oh, okay. That's so right. Never so right. They all they say they yes. want to be in a relationship yes. to have yes. sex yeah. with you? Yeah. Yes. They will, they will or promise just you all type of stuff. And then when it gets to the nitty gritty, and after they got what they wanted, Bye. it's like, okay, I'm so busy now. You so busy. I never really yeah. You weren't busy before. Exactly. I you were so available. Now so I'm you thinking, got what you wanted now. now. Back to I, yeah, I, 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 I have one. You flipping the script, like you doing all type of things I ain't never heard of, seeing like, whoa, you was never like that. You wasn't even, no, mm. you moving so different. Hmm. So, yeah. 
I, I think I understand where you're coming from with the way you're you're taking the dating. Well, it's not, I mean, you know, when things don't work, you have yeah. to yeah, <laughs> you have to adjust. I know. I think and you. I feel that you know what I'm doing, and you know, I'm really fortunate to have you know you guys as as friends and and other perspectives because I do think that I'm you know typically a little bit soft and you know I don't want to be labeled as a pushover it's funny because when it comes to my job you know I'm a little bit more assertive and aggressive and I know what I want but you know with dating I'm trying not to come off you know too pushy or too demanding or too I XYZ. try that shit don't work no. it, you know, it works for some it works for me it works for some it works for some but it, you, it don't work for everyone you have to find that right one everyone doesn't take that everyone also can't take strong women. That's true. I have been with several men who, not trying to be disrespectful, but just listening to the way they're talking, what they're saying, they want me to shut up. Mm, or they really? want me not to be so strong. Or they want me to be a yes woman, like, not saying yes like master, but they want me to let them guide the way I move. Mm. And you just sit back, let me make the money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm nah. sorry, you can't just say any old thing to me and think that it's okay. I don't come from that type of family. Exactly. And I wasn't raised that way. So, you keep telling somebody else, we ain't gonna work. And I've heard people, I, I've had some instances that it's just kind of, yeah. And when it comes to New York, I find when it, with the dating scene, there are some men that feel that they want to be superior and women can't be strong. They say they want a strong woman exactly. who don't want to be in their pockets. Exactly. But when they get the woman who don't want to be in their exactly. pockets, they can't handle that either. They can't, it's like they want what they say they don't want. Mm. Exactly. That That's basically what happens to me on a regular basis, especially with, like I said, re- referencing back to, you know, discussing my profession. You want someone that's not trying to take your money. Mm-hmm. I have my own, you know, life. Uh, my mm-hmm. own career paths. I'm not dependent on anyone. But yet, you know, I mentioned things where we can actually have a, a intellectual, stimulating conversation. Because they're not going to be able to run off But they you. can't. Yeah, it's it's They're not going to be able to control you. And what I've had to do in a couple of conversations is just let the man know, like, yes, I might be all of these strong things and you know I can handle things by my, myself. But what I'm going to let you do is be a man. Yeah. Until you, you come out of pocket, and then I, I'm going to step back into my rings. But I always let a man be a man. I will step back when I know I need to step back. But if I feel you got me on shaky ground, I'm right back on the stone in front. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm supposed to do. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't nothing but the damn truth. Yes, a man always needs a queen by his side. And even though they can be the head, we are like the neck. And we guide them so mm. men always in any relationships marriages and all that men are they like they they macho with their arms and I'm I'm doing like the he the he man thing because they do all this yeah but we are the ones that when you got a little boo boo you running to us and when Ain't you that certain little things that you would be like really yeah women do that or even the mental support yeah you know there's a yes. lot of oh my god there's a lot of guys that just wanna you know just this. 
I just want to chat. I just want to yeah. tell you yeah. about what's going on. Just someone to, to listen to my issues. Not to fix them, just to listen. Just to listen to me. Yes. yes. And you the know? strongest man will show you that type, that vulnerable side that, that and they need a woman to be there to listen and to, to kind of like uh, uh, cuddle them in. So, and they need that. So all that macho stuff that they be saying at some point is just ugh, annoying. You got the jewels today, um, Latasha. <laughs> Anytime you need me, I could be here. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I picked a topic that's like, oh my goodness. Dating. That's a good topic. Dating. Like I, I, I said, I, this is rigged. Dating this is rigged. I feel like <laughs> that's I swear, I, I swear, guys, I think dating was the only option it in this wasn't. bag. It's a lot in here. <laughs> I actually have animals in here, and I was hoping you wouldn't pick animals because we were already talking about rats that's and snakes. That's hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, dating is very hard in New York. It's just like you don't know. It's hard to figure out what somebody's looking for. And in this day and age, it's like people don't have respect on relationship yeah. in itself. Like you can look at one thing and it can look to everyone like it's so perfect. And then when them doors close, it's a whole nother type of relationship that you don't even know and how they are men and women are with each other the side relationships the now that it's so accepted that you could be married but have a side woman or side boyfriend oh yes or side family i can be or, in clubs everyone says oh make sure to pay attention to the ring and it's like oh my god it's so true matter. you have to look right at the well first you, have to, first you have to check to see if they have a ring and then a lot of guys that you know can approach us the ring, ring is the is the when a woman wears it's a ring, crazy. it's the like the it's, it's like the dangling the carrot. Yeah. It's like the the steak. Like, oh, you got a ring? Well, let me let me treat you better than the way he's treating you, or something like that. They come with right. The it's line. a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes for you as the woman. If you ain't happy, then you then actually you actually it's true sure because <laughs> I was um in a club with um a colleague of mine who's married. And she had her, you know, wedding band and her engagement uh, ring on. Mm -hmm. And these guys were like vultures at this club. And and really, at that moment, we were just here for, you know, her. It was her birthday. And so she goes, Noelle. And she takes off one of her bands and hands it to me so that we could just have fun. And it was meant to be a deterrent. That didn't stop any guy. I mean, I literally pretended like, you know, I was married. And like, just held it up. I just held up the ring, you know? And, th and they said, you know, are you happy? You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. No chill. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's a magnet. It's a magnet. It's crazy. So, yeah, that, that plan flopped. Uh, we laughed about it. But, yeah. So... I don't think people care anymore. No, nope. no. Because people, I feel like people cheat so much and they take, you know, people have situations and that kind of stuff. So they're just like, oh, I don't know what kind of situation she might be in. Maybe she's separated. You know, right. maybe, you know, they like to do threesomes or maybe they, you know, she got somebody on the side or whatever. So let me just check and see and see what situation she's in with her marriage. Whereas yeah. back in the day, ring, no. Yep. Wait. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think that, that that a married man approaching me was even, or you know, approaching us would have even happened. So that's why I didn't even think to look for the ring because I'm assuming this this was this was, this was 
naive Noel in you know 2008. But I'm just saying, like you know, the assumption was he's not even going to come at me. He has like, why do I have to look for a ring? Oh snap, he's married. This is crazy, and it kept happening. It's like wow. But okay. it's worse now. Like 2008, please. At least men had a little dignity in their relationship or was hidden. Yeah, it's now, not hidden anymore. And it's not even a New York thing now when no, it comes it's to this not. topic. This no, topic is worldwide. You see it like even on the TV shows. All of these love and hip-hops and, yep. and dating things and polygamy marriages. And what in the hammer? Like, nope. what's the purpose of spending... You're going in debt for a wedding and y'all both got a whole lives on the side. Both of y'all. Whole lives, your families, everything. Y'all playing around. Nobody is sacred to that ring or the or the union or all the money you just invested and all the family you just tore apart. Nobody, nobody cares about none of that. Mm. None of that. It's not. It's no value when it comes to relationships. It is. I'm sorry, but it is. And New York. I think it's too many options. It, we just we don't options. have to drive. So and I'm gonna I'm gonna put race into it because as y'all know I like many flavors. Yes, she does. I like many flavors. I grew up, you know, with people from the suburbs and all that. I like all colors of the rainbow, and I think there's this impression that you know, oh, you know, you. You're not a waitress or you're, you know, you're not that diva from Real Housewives of Atlanta that I expected. I'm like, what kind of statement is that? And it's like, there's this, there's this thought that, you know, I'm going to be, you know, sassy black woman, you know, and, and it's, it's a shame. It's not, you know, why can't I just be me? I'm, I'm black. I'm proud to be black. And this is how I'm speaking to you. And, you know, you're actually, you know, you jump whenever I say, you know, what I do or my profession as if you're surprised, you know, that this is what I do. And, you know, I don't need you guys like that. I don't need it, but I'm just saying it happens so often that that means that, you know, the prospective men are just dwindling right now because it happens so, so often. It's like that shock. And it's like, Come on, you can close your mouth now. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's I can okay. Have an intellectual conversation with exactly, you and not exactly. Be ratchet, and that's what you were looking. And for. That's what you were looking you for. You thought I was going to be ratchet. Exactly, exactly, and, and I, I can relate with that statement. And I've gotten that from family members, and I've gotten it from guys. Uh, why do you speak like that? What is that? You speak so white. Uh, I don't I've heard that, that eloquently. Yes, I've heard that like, many times. I have, you know, a little. Uh, I can have some ratchetness when I need it. Yeah, and I can have a little southern twang when that comes out to play. Like, but exactly at the end of the day, this is how I speak. I don't think it should be a, a problem with speaking proper. And it's yeah, and it's frustrating because I'm already dealing with this at work. You know, yep. people already think. Oh, you just got in because you're black. No, actually, I earned my spot here. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and so I'm already dealing with those problems and being assertive and showing my value and my contribution to society and having to prove that to other people professionally. When I get home, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad that I have to also worry about that kind of stuff when it comes to my social life and to dating and, oh, you speak well. And, you know, just it's so many uh, ignorant comments that, you know, my friends are like, are you serious? That's been said to you? And it's like, no, this is every day. Yeah. People, you know, it's, 
it's it's disgusting. It, it reaches the point where I'm saying it's disgusting. Now, like I said, I've been in New York now for 10 years. So, you know, a lot of, you know, the period where, you know, I'm considering myself like heavily dating period has been in New York versus Philadelphia. I will say that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my perception of New York is just kind of like, you know, people just want to, you know, stereotype me a certain way. They want to, you know, assume that I'm this person and I feel like there's no need or effort to really get to know who I am or to do something other than hook up with me because there's so many options. Why, you know, or, or you're exotic. Oh, I love that one, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm considered to be exotic. Like, I've never been with a black woman before. Are you kidding me right now? It's a fetish. Are you kidding me? Bye. You know, it's just like different things like that. Like, I want someone to be with me because they like me. Absolutely. Because they enjoy me. And, you know, I'm I'm proud of my heritage and, and where I've become. Like, it's just, yeah. Um, so, there's, there's multiple levels of my issues with dating. dating so, I just laugh because, and I'm, oh my God, there's so many, there's actually so many stories that I'm serious, I can't even think. I feel like I like can't everyone, even think. everyone in New York has zillions of stories about it. One I'm so, like, I just feel like the more I live here, the more bitter I become. And, you know, and I just, I love, I love hanging out with my friends. I love the city. I love what the city has to offer. But, you know, that, that sense of reality, you know, setting in that, like, wow, people can really judge you. People can really label you a certain way. Like, that's sad, you know. But is that only New York? I don't, that? that's what I'm saying. I can't, it's hard to say because... New York has been a part of my life for so many of my, you know, real, real adult years. You know what I mean? And so, it, it you're right. Am I am I mislabeling New York? Could this phenomenon have happened I think so. if I were back in Philadelphia? I think so. Probably. But there is that dynamic of, you know, transient. There, there's a lot of transient people. There's a lot of, um, mo there's more women than men here for sure. Absolutely. And so, I think those factors um, come into play. But, yes, be mindful of the fact that, you know, this could happen anywhere, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, dating, don't get me started. Well, on another note, <laughs> Noel, <laughs> the next topic is, uh, you know you're a New Yorker when? How did you know, at what point did you know that you were a New Yorker? <laughs> I would say you know you're a New Yorker um, when you start... Uh, yelling at tourists. Would <laughs> you yell at them? I, not yell, but I, I, I get really angry when they walk and they oh, don't. The walk is and the and it's part. the it's the you know I'm behind someone and they have a good pace and then all of a sudden they just stop. stop. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's and then okay. They just take a walk of the to, building. <laughs> welcome to New York. That's cool. I get it. Enjoy your experience. Well, Can there the be way. a tourist lane? Just let there be a lane. It should be. And 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 you know the yes, you I knew I was a New Yorker <laughs> when I complained to uh, my best friend who also is a New Yorker in Queens, you guys met her. Um I said I said, Kim, I said, seriously, I got so mad today when I miss my subway Ooh, yes. because this person and you know the Times Square area could not decide you know what path they wanted to take and you know rather than you know, I was darting for the train and doo -doo, uh, I was like 
and, and yes, that was the moment where I said, okay, I, I'm a New Yorker. Yep. They don't. They don't know any better because they're just like in awe of the city, and they're just like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. It's okay. This you don't know great. This is great. You don't you know, know where you're going. going. I understand. I'd be happy to help you another day. That's the thing. Like I'm, I'm so responsive. I'm so helpful. A lot of people come up to me and ask me for questions. Like you know, I yeah. guess I just have that smile me on my too. face. Me too. I have a friendly face. I'm like reading a book or something. It's, it's and a blessing like, and a curse. I swear. Me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Like, or I'll be, I'll be with, I swear I'll be with 10 people. And, that's and, and they come up to me and ask me for directions. I just have this, this, this smile on my face clearly. When I think I have like resting bitch face, nope. no, no. I am smiling. No. I, I must be you have a smiling. You have a pleasant face. It's crazy. <laughs> And, and, and it's a shame because I know people are here to have fun. They're here to yeah. enjoy all the <clears throat> tourist traps. And I get it. Just, just go off to the side. Just, just, you know, you know how they have the bike lane. You know how they have the bike lane. Can you have the, can you have the tourist lane? And enjoy the sights. Look around. Yeah. To the right. And let me, and let me hustle. The hustlers go to the left when we can get where we need to go. That is true. That's when I realized when I when when normal Noel who was so receptive to you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. Uh, you know traffic and you know people enjoying themselves about when I said get on the way That's the union. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Okay, so last question. Not really a question, but I guess what advice do you have for somebody who wants to move to New York or moves to a new city? Um, because I feel like a lot of people are kind of scared to do so. I know I came here to go to school and I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to just do it. But some people are actually trying to make that leap to move to another city. Like, mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for them um, on what they should or should not do when moving to New York City or moving to another city? Well, I will say, um, I will run a disclaimer that I, I felt like I had an advantage because my best friend was a New Yorker. And so, uh-huh. and so the transition, and I, and I also had visit New York about, you know, every couple of months um, after college. Oh, okay. So I will say I did have an edge uh-huh. over some as far as establishing friendships because I, I established some of my friendships through her. Gotcha. Um, separately, it did help, you know, to be outgoing and, you know, but I, I also, you know, love introverts. Um, I would just definitely say, especially for those that are, say, um, international, um, especially, uh, you know, that feel as though, okay, they moved to New York, let me, let me, you know, mingle with people that are also from my same, you know, region. Mm-hmm. I would say do not do that. <laughs> Try your best to get to know one person, mm-hmm. one person that is a native New Yorker or just, or try, you know, if you have a hobby, yeah. Um, if you, you know, enjoy certain, you know, things to, to, to do meetups, join a club, Absolutely. do something because this city has so much to offer, okay. so much to offer. Um, if you're a foodie, I'm a foodie, you know, I go to restaurants. I, I, I do talk to strangers. I will admit, I have no problem talking to strangers. I will hear a conversation, you know, on the bus or the subway and like, you know, smile or something that makes it known that I am listening. And, you know, they may ask for my opinion and I can interject. But, you know, different things like that. Or just, you know, especially 
you know, if you're not that bold, just just to, you know, find something that interests you mm-hmm. and and see if you can mingle with people of like minds. And then from there, that's what's so great about this city. And I, I know I've been doing a lot of, <laughs> I feel like doing a lot of bashing, but what's great about this city is, you know, how diverse it is. And you yeah. are bound to meet people who you did not expect to get along with. But yet you have this, you know, uh, common factor. And so what I would advise people is to, you know, find people that are like you and find people that are different from you. And so really broaden your horizons and, and really, you know, get that exposure to different cultures, different experiences, uh, different lives. Um, and because that's what New York represents, at least in New York that I hope persist despite this (laughs) the situation that we're in we'll put it that way yeah you know new yorker new york will stay will stay the melting pot that it is and so take advantage of that you know don't you know go to the touristy areas true but also find these experiences that you know that, that are that you will cherish that you will cherish and and meet people that are like you and that are not like you that's what I would advise someone with me. There it is, you guys. I want to thank Noel and Latarsha thank for you. being here. Thank you. This on was the fun. podcast. So if you guys have any stories or want to write in, go to transplantstampstories at gmail.com. That's transplantstampstories at gmail.com. Um, and that's the end of our episode. We will uh, check you later. Thank you. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah.